All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk, live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. Saturday night, hockey night in Canada, a rematch of last year's Western Conference final. Oh, and the Colorado Avalanche are missing about half their team. We're going to get into it all with the lead. The lead is brought to you by our friends at the Sports Closet because we come to you live from the Sports Closet studio every single show. Liam's going to be around as well. We are live on the Nation Network YouTube. And you know what, Liam? We're getting some breaking news. So I got to bring you in early. Here we go. Justin is Bailey is, has cleared waivers. Jeez, I can't believe I, it. I, yeah, I and cannot believe it. This is big as well. Washington has placed Joe Snively on waivers. So Snively. Guy, he could probably help you in a Stanley wow. Cup if a team were to claim him. You got, yeah, those guys, I'm, I can't believe they're slipping through the cracks. We see it. How do the other 32 teams in the NHL not see it? Although the guy, the guy from Winnipeg that neither of us could remember his name did actually get claimed. Uh, Mikey Esamon <laughs> got claimed, but they didn't announce it till like four o'clock. Like, where are all these insiders? They're supposed to be on this stuff. I know the the team just wanted the build up. They they spoke to all the insiders and said, "Guys, this is a big one. We need our fans to hear it from us." And then here it was, four hours later. All right, uh, let's talk about this game tonight a little bit. This is a big one, and we're live on the Nation Network YouTube as we always are. So if you're watching there, make sure you hammer that like button. And I liked this comment from Ray Man Seventy Two. Important game. This will show if the last game was just a. 
mirage mm-hmm. or if it's a stepping stone to greater things. And I think I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, last game was awesome. It was, it was good. Like you mentioned on a couple of shows now, just the passion to play a show to actually score goals. And it felt like the game meant a lot to the team. And now you have a, a revenge game, if we want to call it that, of the team that sl- swept you in the Western Conference Finals last year. I don't want to say they embarrassed the others because I don't think they did, but it's the others got to show again that, that they're capable of playing that game that they played on, what was it, Thursday night, that they're capable of doing it more often than not. And tonight's a good occasion against a weaker Colorado team. We can't underestimate them, but they're still not as strong as they could possibly be too. Yeah. And uh, that that is a great point as well. Um, the Oilers expected to be going, and this is something I'm sure a lot of you are wondering. Stuart Skinner was in the scar- starters crease earlier today. Um, interesting. I, I thought maybe there'd be a chance that they give the ball to Campbell again and maybe let him build on his mm-hmm. solid start. But you can't argue against going with the guy with better numbers in a big game like this. No, and... Skinner for me has earned that opportunity to play in the big games and you know he's he's just a rookie goalie but it's it's going to be very helpful that Campbell is playing better now and we had to think about what they wanted to do between the pipes it wasn't just a straightforward answer Campbell's played well enough to be involved in the conversation in the last two games now for sure so Skinner I think gives you the best option to win night in night out and yeah it's just I think the boys kind of play maybe play a little bit more confidently in front of him too. It's fair to say, I guess you're used to playing him with behind him where Campbell still playing well, but can be a bit of a wild card at times too. Yeah, 100%. So Stuart Skinner is going to get the start this evening. We're also live on our Facebook where we had the wrong summary up. So that's on me. I had the title of the show is recapping the Avalanche versus Oilers, which we're not doing because the game hasn't happened yet. Uh, welcome <laughs> in Oilers Nation every day. Uh, catching up on a few things in the chat. Twisted was in with the first comment of the day. Congratulations, Twisted. Uh, Avs on a five-game skid. They'll come in hungry and desperate. Oilers need to come out of the gates flying, need to operate as a five-man unit. And I like that as a key to the game as well. They really do need to operate as a five-man unit. This Avs team, even though they're missing a bunch of pieces in their lineup, they're going to need to kind of go pedal to the floor here, Liam, because this team can still play. You still have Miko Rantanen. You still have Kale McCarr. You still have Nathan McKinnon. Like, there's a lot of talent here, even though six guys are out of the lineup. Yeah, like you look at the players that are out. So Landis Gog won't be playing. Uh, Valerie Nikushkin won't be playing. Josh, is it Josh Manson, Bowen Byron, Rodriguez, and Francois, I think, is the yeah. other name that's kind of slipping. Yeah. So. There you go. Like those are such key players. Like we saw what Valerie Nichushkin could do in the playoffs last season. Same with Landis Gog. But Rodriguez, he's an interesting player because the Oilers probably could have picked him up, right? Like he was one of those guys that f- kind of fell late in free agency, was he not? Yeah, I mean, they probably would have had a bit of a tough time squeezing him in because I think the Avs eventually did give him like two million bucks. Um, okay. But he was one of those. Yeah, like the Oilers were rumored to have interest in him and he's having a great season, 16 points in 26 games. But out of the lineup this evening, uh, this, the lineup for the Avalanche, we can just jump right into that. Actually, the top line, Nathan McKinnon with Miko Rantanen and Arturi Lekkinen. Miko Rantanen, probably one of the bigger all-star game snubs in the league. He's having a great season. Uh, the second line for the Avalanche is JT Comfer with, De- with Dennis Malgin and Alex Newhook. So you can kind of quickly tell how 
the depth of this team is being impacted by the injuries. That top line, Lekkanen, McKinnon, and Rantanen, they have combined for 44 goals. The second line has only combined for 16 goals this season. Mm-hmm. Third line, it's the former college standout Ben Myers centering Andrew Cogliano and Logan O'Connor, so friend and Andrew Cogliano. Darren Helm on the fourth line playing with Martin Kaut and Curtis McDermott. So it could be a bit of an 11-7 and seven approach mm-hmm. for the Avs with McDermott listed up as a forward. Devon Taves with Kale McCarr. Sam Girard with Eric Johnson. Andreas Englund with Brad Hunt. That's another former friend. So Brad Hunt will certainly be making to look an impact, looking to make an impact today. But again, I think this is a spot where last change should help the Oilers because the depth is not there for Colorado. They have a very good top line and like a damn good top line and a damn good top pairing. And Gerard and Johnson are really good too. But that third pairing is not that good. The bottom six, bottom nine is not that good tonight. You can, you, as I read out that lineup, Liam, you can see how Colorado has lost five in a row. hundred percent. And even like you mentioned, uh, Ben Myers, for example, like I've, I believe he only has one goal this season. Like he, he struggled to find his way in the NHL. And I know last mm-hmm. season when they signed him, everyone thought like, wow, the rich just get richer. So he'll come along. But like you said, like he's not a full-time NHL yet. And he's, he's playing on their third line center. And it's an opportunity for the Oilers to exploit that and, and go at them. And it's, it's a good time to play the Colorado avalanche for two reasons for the Oilers. One, obviously Colorado is very depleted and slumping five game, five games lost in a row. And also just the way the Oilers played last game, like it's time for them to show up against Colorado and they did well last season. They obviously clinched a playoff spot against the Colorado avalanche last season on home ice. So yeah, I'm excited for tonight's game, actually. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think a lot of the players will, will want that bit of revenge, if you can call it that. Like, I know it doesn't yeah. have that much weight in it in the regular season after what happened in the playoffs, but you got to imagine that's on that's on everyone's mind today in that dressing room that played in that series last year. 100%. Uh, the depth for the Avs banged up, and you could sit there and say, yeah, but the Oilers aren't that deep either. But, I mean, they're going to be deeper. dressing they're going to be dressing four of the top 32 goal scorers in the NHL tonight in their top six with Hyman at 18, Nugent Hopkins at 19, McDavid obviously leading the way with 33 and dry in the middle there with 22. So the Oilers got some talent. Can't ignore yeah. that. Uh, let's look at what the lineup or projected lineup is for the Oilers tonight. McDavid between clean Costin and Kyler Yamamoto dry between Nugent Hopkins and Hyman McLeod with Yanmark and Pugliarvi. Hamblin, Derek Ryan, and Holloway is the way it's listed on daily faceoff. Would not be the least bit surprised if they do go the 11 and 7 route and put Marcus Niemelainen in on the back end and twisted as in says 11 and 7 is the route for the Oilers tonight. Split up Dry and McDavid on that fourth line. And I'm with them, Liam. I think again, we rattled off how the depth of this Colorado Avalanche team is not quite what it is or what it should be because of all the injuries they're facing. So I would totally be going 11 and seven and trying to get McDavid and dry settle on the ice against that fourth line and third pairing of Colorado as much as possible. hundred percent. And even throw Nugent Hopkins in that mix too. Like the others have three sentiment who are top 10 in league scoring right now. And that needs to be their, their goal tonight is just to attack Colorado as much as they can when those anyone other than McKinnon and Rantanen's line is basically on the ice. And obviously you got the Kale McCall factor in there too, but the others have enough depth in this lineup to go out there and cause some trouble tonight. And uh, do we know the confirmed start for Colorado yet? Is it Gorgiev, I would assume? I would have a hard time believing it's not Alexander Gorgiev just because, again, 
Uh, Pavel Francouz is out, uh, but he is listed as an unconfirmed starter on dailyfaceup.com. For those wondering in the chat, yes, Stuart Skinner is the likely starter for the Edmonton Oilers. A busy night in the NHL as well. Uh, Tyson says, we look so much better running 11 and 7. Take some of the load off our top guys and our whole defense just plays better this way. I do agree with that. I'm also going to flash the lines back up again. I'm really intrigued by keeping McDavid with Yamamoto and Costin, and in a way, Liam, loading up the second line with Dreisaitl, Hyman, Mm -hmm. and Nugent Hopkins. Like, McDavid is obviously having just an amazing season. So part of me says, yeah, he can produce with anyone. He is dangerous all the time, no matter who you play him with. You throw Dreisaitl with Nugent Hyman, and all of a sudden, that second line is like a very big threat to score. Yeah, that's a that's a first line on most NHL teams, isn't it? And the others yeah. are they're fortunate that Costin is I know it's been one game, but he feels like he belongs on that top line at the moment with McDavid and Yamamoto. I think you could you could put him in the stands and he'd give you a good effort night in, night out, to be honest. So there's there's just the kind of players you need around McDavid are guys who are gonna one skilled, which they both are, they're both first round picks, and two guys who are actually gonna work hard and go and do stuff and try and get the puck to McDavid, but also be confident enough to make plays on their own and not just rely on McDavid, which is something some yeah. players have really struggled struggled with when playing Mc, with McDavid. So I like that top line a lot. I like the second line. The third line for me is, is the key as well. Like that line plays very well together. They just need to kind of put the puck in the net. That's a big issue for them. But I'm a fan of the lineup tonight. I, I do really like the idea of having Nugent Dry together along with Hyman too. Catching up on things in the chat, we were talking about Mikey Esamont, who was claimed off waivers yesterday and just one of the biggest transactions of the NHL season. Mm-hmm. Tyler Mulek says, Esamont, such an EA-created player name. Ryan Ash, Esamont is my favorite brand of bottled water. Uh, Lance says, Esamont is my favorite metal band. Tyler said, Esamont is such a suburb community, South or Terwilliger. Yeah, I, I buy all of that. Um, someone named Colton is in the chat, and he is just not feeling it for the Oilers tonight. Um, I don't like his attitude either, Lance. I think we should uh, make him feel bad. I'm kidding. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, if you're watching on the Nation Network YouTube, make sure you hammer that like button. Like we said, Stuart Skinner is the expected starter. Here's a look at his numbers on the season. A 2.88 goals against average, a save percentage of 914, but that save percentage dropped about three points in the last game because he was yanked after allowing four goals on just 20 shots. So I'll be interested to see what kind of game we get from Stuart Skinner tonight. You know, he's... He's pretty good at bouncing back, though, if I remember rightly, right? Yeah, that, let's do his game logs here. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure after a tough start, he, he usually bounces back and does well, which is important for a goalie. You can't just sit there and dwell on what happened the night before because you're not going to get much better. And yeah. well, I'm not. I'm not taking shots here, but Jack Campbell has done that this season, and that has let him down, and it's let the team down in a way too. But for for Skinner, who's just a, a big dog barking outside my house. Uh, sorry if anyone heard that, but scared me. So, yeah, Skinner, have you got the game logs there? Yeah, I do. Okay, so I'll I'll just give you like his bad starts, quote unquote, bad starts, and how he kind of bounced back um, against Buffalo early on this season. He had an eight seventy save percentage. His next game it was nine seventy four, stopped thirty seven of thirty eight in a win. Um, he gave up five goals to Washington and had an eight thirty nine. The next start, it was a 9.52 against Florida, stopping 40 of 42 on the road. Um, he did have one run where it was a little ugly. It was New Jersey, Florida, Chicago, where he was 8.21, 8.93, 8.40. So that was kind of a run of some not great starts. Um, but since then, the only time he's been sub 800 in back-to-back games is the Anaheim-Dallas set when he allowed four goals on 17 shots against Anaheim and then three on 27 against Dallas. That was an 889 save percentage. Joe Euler still got the win. So I think for the most part, you'd be correct. Um, he seems to bounce back pretty well. December 23rd against Vancouver. Gives up four goals on 29 shots, 862 save percentage. His next game out, 979 stops or gives up one, stops 46 against Calgary. So I, yeah, I do think you're right, Liam. For the most part this season, Stuart Skinner mm-hmm. has been pretty good at bouncing back, but this is also going to be a very, very tough test because again, there's a Colorado team that yes, they've lost five in a row. Yes. They're sitting outside of a playoff spot, but you know, they're going to give you a good push tonight. Also, this is the end of the homestand for the Edmonton Oilers as well. They've been on home ice their last four games here. And after this, it's a long road trip. You got to go LA, Anaheim, San Jose, and Vegas next week. So this is a big mm-hmm. chance here tonight to end the homestand kind of with a bit of an exclamation point with a big win. Uh, Here's what else is going on around the NHL tonight that you should care about as an Oilers fan. St. Louis is taking on Montreal Blues, still kind of just on the outside of the playoff picture, as you can see at the bottom of your screen there. LA taking on the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. We are just praying that game does not go to overtime. Honestly, probably hoping for a Vegas Golden Knights win in that one because you don't have a great shot at catching the Golden Knights this season, just considering how many points back you are. Like right now, you're you're 12 points back with a game in hand. When you look at the matchup against LA, though, you're six points back with two games in hand and you play them on Monday. So if you can get into one of those scenarios where, you know, LA loses tonight, you win, 
All of a sudden, it's really easy to catch the LA Kings over the next week on your schedule. Seattle is in Ottawa tonight to take on the Senators. The Kraken are somehow playing good hockey again. I don't understand it. Um, they do not get good goaltending, but they somehow find a way to get two points. They've won three in a row and are now back up to over 500 in their last 10 games. Um, it's tough right now. Like you look at ahead, and we don't have it on the graphic here, but like Vegas, six, three, and one in their last 10 games. LA, seven, two, and one in their last 10 games. Seattle, five, four, and one. Calgary, six, three, and one. And you have Edmonton at four, four, and two in their last 10. So the Oilers haven't been playing great over the last little bit, and everyone above them has. That's not good. No, it, it's not good. And I guess the only hope can be at this point is that eventually those teams above them go into a bit of a slump like the Oilers do and the Oilers rise above it. Um, the good news for the Oilers is they have barely played the Pacific Division this season and there's still plenty of divisional games to go. Hopefully next week's a big one, like you said, like they have four divisional games in a row. So it's time to time to pick it up there for sure. But yeah, I think... The Pacific gets a lot of heat, and it's I think it's easily the worst division in the NHL, if I'm thinking correctly. But yeah, it is fairly strong too. Like the teams in there, like do there's there's a lot of good teams in it. Like Vegas is shown well. Like LA maybe punching above the weight a little bit, but like Calgary, I'm sure is going to turn it around. Vancouver's kind of what they are in Anaheim and San Jose, but like Seattle, yeah. like I don't know what it is about that team. They just feel it's a team that's destined to like make the playoffs one way or another, despite everything that's wrong with them. Like it just feels like it's just going to go that way. I think the point you were kind of trying to make is it's the worst division in the NHL, but in today's NHL, there are really no bad divisions, right? Like every division to an extent is pretty competitive. Like you could sit there and be like, Oh, the Pacific's garbage. And again, I would rank it fourth out of the four, but you look at the central and they have Arizona and Chicago. Okay, so what's worse, getting to play Arizona and Chicago or getting to play San Jose and Anaheim? I'd argue, and the numbers would back you up on this, Arizona and Chicago are the two worst teams in the conference, and they both play in the Central Division as well. The East is wildly competitive this year, as it usually is, and that playoff race is going to be fascinating if we end up getting one. Um, The interesting thing, too, I'll flash the standings back up. Like Colorado is sitting out of a playoff spot right now. And... It's not even like it's that much of like, oh, they, they just haven't been playing a lot of games. It's a bit of a mirage that they're not in. Like, even if you sorted by points percentage, if you sorted by points percentage, it would be above Edmonton. So my bad on that, but it'd be by 0.004 of a percent. Like, they got to start making some hay here and gaining some ground or else things could get interesting for them down the stretch. Yeah, and like you kind of, I guess you look at what happened with Vegas last season. The whole year, everyone's like, oh, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll make it, they'll make it, they'll make yeah. it. And then 82 games was done and they didn't make it. Um, obviously, maybe it's a bit different, but like you're right. Like eventually you just got to start winning games and otherwise you're just going to have that image. And you had and the others are in a very similar spot too. I'm not discount, discounting that either. Like the others got to start figuring out as well. And I'm sure there's what was the other team on there? St. Louis is probably the other team that's kind of thinking that as well. But yeah, eventually you got to start winning hockey games because the teams above you are gaining confidence while you're sat there thinking like, all right, well, Eventually, we'll get it right. Yeah. Um, who is in? Lance said Chicago better not get Bedard. And I saw the Chicklets guys. I think it was Whitney was saying like, oh, Bettman's going to make sure Chicago doesn't get Bedard because of the Kyle Beach thing. And they don't want to give Chicago a superstar. They're going to make sure he goes to Arizona. Like the league obviously wants him to Arizona. And I like we're doing this again. 
Like when it was Crosby's draft year, it was like, oh, the league clearly wants him in Arizona where, you know, it's struggling. They want to prop up that franchise. Okay, they didn't get him. Connor McDavid draft year. Oh, generational talent. The best since Crosby. The league obviously wants him in Arizona or Toronto. They're going to rig it to Arizona or Toronto. He goes to Edmonton, which is like, if we're being honest, one of the last spots the NHL would have wanted Connor McDavid to go. If you gave Gary Bettman some truth serum and said, rank it, where do you want McDavid playing? Edmonton would be in the bottom third of Gary Bettman's list. They didn't want him here. You want him in either a mega market like Toronto or New York, or you want him somewhere where he can prop up a poverty franchise like Mm -hmm. Arizona. McDavid ended up in Edmonton. That is all the proof you need that the draft lottery is not rigged. And then the next year, it was like, okay, Matthews, Arizona product. They're going to bring him home. He's going to be the guy to kickstart hockey in Arizona. And it was like, ah, well. That didn't happen either. He ends up going to Toronto, which is where they probably wanted McDavid to end up anyways. So I just, you know, there's no confusion three people. If there is one team, maybe you don't have an answer, but if there's one team you would like to see Connor Bedard on, which team, like that's realistic, which team would you like to see him play for next season? Vancouver would be really interesting. I know Waz has yeah. this take a lot, um, but like having him in the Pacific Division and having it be like McDavid, Eichel, Bedard. Like, I think that'd be really cool just for the sport mm-hmm. in general. Having him in a Canadian market would be really neat. We'd get a lot of Connor versus Connor matchups. Like, can you imagine? We start the season against Vancouver almost religiously every year, Connor yeah. versus Connor to start the year. I think that'd be awesome. Next year, first game of the season, McDavid versus Bedard. I think it'd be awesome. Um, so that I'm with you. That's, that's actually so at the start of the season, I said Vancouver would get you Bedard. Did? That was my pick. I'm going to stick by it because somehow it's turned into me being somewhat correct potentially, but mm-hmm. I think that'd be a fun one solely based off the idea of McDavid versus Bedard every single season. Yeah. And honestly, outside of that, like, I don't know him going to Chicago, I guess would be cool. Cause it's a big market and that market getting back to relevance quickly is important for the NHL. Um, but like, I don't feel like they deserve it in any way. Like they've won three cups in the last 12 years. Like they they can be miserable mm-hmm. for a few more seasons. They don't need to get the generational stud right off the bat in their rebuild. Uh, Columbus, you know me. I'd love to see my Columbus Blue Jackets get them. Uh, Anaheim, I really don't care about. Arizona, like, would it be neat? Sure, I guess. But I don't I don't think he single-handedly turns that franchise around. And also, I love the fact they're playing at ASU because it's a great little bit. But I don't want Connor Bedard <laughs> playing in a 5,000-seat arena for the first three years of his NHL yeah. career. I think that's a little ridiculous. San Jose is boring as hell. Don't care. Montreal, eh, I don't really care. So I, there's no one else that's like a good story, in my opinion, except for Vancouver or or Florida misses and wins the lottery and they have to trade and they've traded the pick. They don't have their yeah. pick. It's part of the Ben Sherrod deal. That would also be funny. So I like Vancouver. So no, not, I know you have this little hidden thing for the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's not really hidden, I suppose. No, you have no, you have nothing, nothing there for Bedard to want to go to Columbus. I mean, I'd love it. I'd get a Bedard Blue Jackets jersey. It'd be <laughs> sweet. I actually have one of those big Canon jerseys that I don't have a name on the back of yet. Um, mm, oh, I, here. Yeah. Wait. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's just me now. Okay. I will. I'm going to go. I actually think Vancouver is the pick for me. Still. This with Connor Bedard on the back. This is the best jersey going in the NHL, man. When they throw this thing on, mm. I think it's so nasty. So anyways, this is blank. Maybe I'll hang it up behind me for the rest of the season trying to get Bedard to Columbus. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad shout. Uh, my <laughs> two picks, Vancouver and if Detroit somehow 
wheel oh. that way into it. That'd be a fun one too. Yeah, Detroit though right now probably more focused on a playoff push than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, um, but if they definitely. were to fall out, if Detroit falls out, I like the name Ali Mata. I think that's a guy I could see the Oilers having a little bit of interest in. But right now, Detroit is... Uh, they're seven points out of a playoff spot with four games in hand on the New York Islanders who are holding that last spot. So, Yeah, it seems like a long shot. Eventually, yeah. I'm sure Eisenman's just going to be like, all right, whatever. Like, let's just pack it in for the season. We've got a lot of pieces going forward. So that Connor Bedard guy looks really good. And not even just him. There's so many players in this draft that teams are going to want to like fall oh, yeah. for and grab. Like, it's kind of nuts, really good. actually. The interesting one for me is going to yeah. be Matvey Mitchkov because that guy signed yes. in the KHL for what, three or four more seasons? Mm-hmm. So, so you if, would imagine if like, honestly, maybe that's a guy Detroit would grab. You know, you don't need anybody right now. You've got a lot of players coming through. Like you can probably wait a few years. They've had a lot of good history with Russian players too. Like seems like a good fit. Yeah, that's fair. Lance is in, says, I'm a secret Florida fan. My mom bought me a Walmart Panthers jersey in the 90s. I have a soft spot for him. I feel like everyone kind of has one of those teams that they have a soft spot for, especially through the mm-hmm. decade of darkness. Like if you didn't have some another NHL team to like kind of root for, hockey would have really sucked. And I guess you're all Oilers fans watching this stream, so you don't need me to tell you that. Uh, Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day here on Oilers Nation every day. It's brought to you by the Sherwood Ford Service Center, where they bring every where they bring service every day to their customers, home or at the office, with their free valet service, pickup and drop off for all makes and models. Let's give our giant keys to victory tonight, Liam. And I do think going eleven and seven is the smart way to handle this. So my giant key to victory is going to be Jay Woodcroft. You got to own the matchup game. When that third mm-hmm. pairing's on the ice, boom. I want Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl over the boards. When that top line of Colorado is on the ice, boom. I want Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl over the boards then as well. You got to dominate the matchup game. Make sure one of your big guns is always on the ice so you can negate the top line of Colorado and dominate the fourth line of Colorado. And then the middle parts of the lineup, you just got to battle it out. Yeah, um, that was actually going to be mine. Is just control control the game in your favor with the uh, line changes, all that stuff. So let's take a different approach. I think what the Oilers have done the last two games defensively, and sorry, last two Winnipeg and who did they just play the Islanders? Those two games specifically, they they did such a good job of limiting high danger chances and playing well defensively. I think that's that's a massive thing for this team, and we've we've been screaming it from the rooftops all season long, but. They've actually shown it like two of the last three games. So tonight, I just want to see that again. Help your goaltender out like you just did for Campbell for, for the two of the last three and, and just go out. And yeah, like the 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 line match thing is the biggest one for me. You've got to control that the entire game because while Colorado is depleted, they do have high, high-end talent in McCarr, Rantanen, and Nathan McKinnon too. And the Oilers have been getting better defensively as well. In their last three games, they're five on five shots against 17, 19, and 12. They've held the other team to under 20 shots or under 20 shots for at five on five in three straight games. You know what it was the two games prior to that? 33 and 42. And they've managed to drop that number significantly. And you're going up against a Colorado team right now that isn't playing their best hockey. Again, yes, we're beating the drum of they're very banged up right now, but you look at their five-on-five shots four over the last three games, 17-18-24. The Oilers can win this Mm. five-on-five matchup. The Oilers are more than capable of being the better team in this hockey game. And 
it's weird to say this again, going up against the defending Stanley Cup champions. But if the Oilers bring like their B plus game, they're going to win tonight. So I, I'm optimistic heading into this one. Maybe I shouldn't be. I know a bunch of you in the chat. Someone tagged me in an Instagram comment the other day and was like, you're always so bullish on the Oilers. You're setting them up for failure. It's like, man, what do you want me to do? Sit here every show and be like, guys, we're going <laughs> to lose. Don't watch. Just turn turn off the TV. Someone did that to the two of us. Now that I think it was the Vancouver game. Blamed us for the loss. Guys, we can't just sit here and just not pretend that we have predictions for the game too. Like We've got to try and do something about it. But yeah, like I feel relatively optimistic going into tonight, tonight's game. The Islanders game felt different after everything that had happened in the Seattle game and between with Woodcroft ripping people apart in the dressing room, supposedly. And then the players only me and it, it felt, felt different. It felt a strange, honestly, like I'm not really sure how to feel about it, but it felt good, I suppose. And tonight I, I feel like they can do it again. And this next row, these next five games, I guess are all, for me, winnable up until Vegas. I think Vegas is going to be very tough, but we will be down there thanks to AMA Travel to help us out. And we're going to be in Vegas and we're going to be cheering on the boys. And hopefully they can come up with two points there and two points in the other four games previous. Look at you just teeing me up, just lobbing it in the air so I can hammer an AMA ad read out of the park. We are sad. going to be in Vegas <laughs> next week and we are bringing like a whole crew down. So we're going to be doing a lot of content down there. I hope everyone's excited. It's going to be me, you, Producer Aaron, Gavin the intern, Bagged Milk, Dan, Waz, Jay, Rick, Kennedy. We're rolling 10 deep into enemy territory. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Our friends at AMA Travel always put on a good show for us. And if you missed out on Vegas and you're like, hey, I want to get on a nation vacation. NationGear.ca, AMA Travel is also setting us up with a trip to Toronto, March 10th to 12th. Watch a little Edmonton versus Toronto Saturday night downtown Toronto in a suite. It's going to be sweet. So check it out. Nationgear.ca. Uh, we also got to give uh, some love to our new friends at Star Mechanical. They sponsor the guest line on the show. It's been one of Edmonton's top new home plumbing installers for the past 20 years. Their crews are highly qualified and feature over 50 plumber gas fitters, 35 of which are Red Seal journeymen. Overall, their staff have combined for over 400 years of experience. You want to learn more? You need some plumbing work? Starmechanical.ca is where you can find them. Oh, Liam, I'm counting down the hours until we get to leave to Vegas next week. That is going to be a fantastic time. I uh, I am extremely excited. I am excited. I, I've heard uh, I've heard a lot of stuff. This is my first nation vacation, so I am mm-hmm. I'm pumped. And I mean, who doesn't go to Vegas and have a good time? You could go on your own and have a good time. So I, I'm pumped to go down with, like you said, nine other Oilers Nation staff members, and then everyone else who yeah. is going. Like there's 50 of us, right? Like so, 40 more people are on this trip outside of that. So. I'm excited to interact with everyone who, if you're watching the show right now or whatever, whatever else you do to help us out with this nation, it's uh, it's going to be good. I'm ready. I'm ready to go, Tyler. I'm ready to go. I'm packing my shorts and I'm ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. I don't, I'm debating whether to take my Oilers jersey though. So maybe this is something I need to ask the chat. So when I wear my Oilers jersey, they very, very rarely win hockey games. Okay. Do I take it and represent the copper and blue? Or should I just wear a Oilers Nation sweater? Let me know. Let me know what we're thinking. For me, there's a lot of equipment we got to bring down in order to execute all these shows properly. And the <laughs> yeah. jersey takes up a lot of space in the suitcase. So I think I'm just rolling Nation gear as we uh, head down to Vegas. But um, something I may have missed earlier, and original Poozar was the one that put me onto this. Jay Woodcroft confirmed in his morning media avail 
that uh, Warren Fogle was a healthy scratch last game. So we'll see if they decide to draw Warren Fogle back into the lineup for tonight's game against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, they also just sent down James Hamblin. So there you go. A couple of interesting notes from the Oilers as we uh, as we look to get set for Edmonton and Colorado tonight. Eight o'clock puck drop on a mm-hmm. Saturday night. I'll throw you a little bonus short for giant key to victory, Liam. It's going to be win the special right. teams battle. It has been a long time since the Colorado Avalanche scored more than two five on five goals in a hockey game. You need to go all the way back to November 26th for the last time the Avs scored more than two goals at 5v5. So that means it's been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 straight games for the Avs where they have not scored more than two goals at 5-on-5. Five five. So that right there is an opportunity for the Oilers. Don't let the Avs kill you with the special teams. Don't let their power play get hot. Don't give them opportunities with the power play. Don't let McKinnon and Ratnan and McCarr run the show on your subpar penalty kill. Keep this game at five on five, stay out of the box, and you probably have a good chance to win. Uh, for those who are wondering, well, how often do the Oilers score more than five or more than three goals at five on five? They've done it three times in their last 12 games. And the Avs haven't done it since the end of November. Mm-hmm. So the Oilers are producing better than the Avs at five on five right now. There you go. There you have it. Something I'm sure not many people expected going into yeah. this game and just the way Colorado have been. But it's an opportunity tonight for the boys to to get it done. So I'm I'm excited for this game. A lot of people are telling me to buy a, a Clem Shady jersey, though. That'd be cool. That'd maybe be if good you one. get maybe if you get hot at the blackjack table, that'll be your treat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can if, buy one in Vegas. I'll find a way. I'll find a way. I'll or I'll just find Clem himself and get a jersey off the back. Either one. <laughs> All right. There you go. Uh, let's get to our Betway bets of the game. Speaking of Vegas, shout out to our friends at Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Liam, this is what you got lined up for tonight. Walk us through it. So it's not very often at the moment that we're getting Connor McDavid close to even money on a goal. So I figured minus 106 was was very good value on that. I mean, he's the, one of the best goal scorers in the league, one of the, the best player in the league. And then also... Two points, minus 143. I've seen this on some games at minus like 400. So again, just relatively close. I feel like if the others are going to win this game, Connor McDavid's going to contribute. And especially if they're going 11 and seven, like you get double the amount of time on the ice to like get some points there. And then Leon Dreisaitl, he's not been scoring a ton. I know our boy Gavin said it on the one show, which nobody heard because he hasn't got that mic yet. But one day we'll one give day. it to him. One day. One day. Said uh, Dreisaitl was on a seven-game goal streak. He, he obviously snapped it last game. But yep. for him to get two assists, he's one of the best passers in the NHL. So why not him tonight, especially on that power play? Like That's going to get buzzing again right away now that he's back. So I just yeah. like the value on all of them. I think the Oilers could get some goals tonight, especially depleted Avalanche team, like we've mentioned numerous times now. So I'm just going with the big guns to, to help me out and put some cash in that bank before Vegas so I can get that Clem Shady jersey. Uh, for me, instead of going Leon two plus assists, I think I would go with the Betway pre-built one. That's Oilers to win on the money line plus dry settle to go two plus points. And that pays out plus 240. Mm. So getting a little bit of extra juice there and also covering yourself. If maybe he goes one goal, one assist in the hockey yep. game, uh, the Oilers are favorites in this one minus 134 on the money line, which if you're new to betting, that means just win anyway. 
They are plus 110 to win in regulation. So if you put 100 bucks on them to win in regulation, you'd profit $110. And on the puck line, they are plus 160, which again means you throw 100 bucks on them, you would be profiting $160 on that wager. Shout out to our friends at Betway. I'm probably hammering the Hyman shot prop as well because it is one of my favorite bets in the NHL. And we mentioned the Oilers been given or have been shooting the puck a lot. The Avs have been giving up a lot of shots at 5v5. Oilers, 34 plus shots on goal. That's always a fun one as well. So uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Our bets brought to you by our friends at Betway. Uh, Liam, let's... Uh, oh, no, it's a Saturday. You know what that means. Uh, we got to do it. We, we got to do it. Up. Got to get into the lab, cook up a massive parlay that will <laughs> not just pay for our own Clem Costin jerseys, but will pay for everyone on the trip's Clem Costin jerseys. Yes. Uh, so uh, with Gilly, that, just, we got to do a Costin yeah. point at least, right? Is he on there? Let me look. I got to like going to Clem Shady goal tonight. He scored last right. Saturday. True. True is a big one too, actually. So, okay, so let's do that. Clem Shady. Leg one is a Clem Shady goal. I just got to find him on the site here. Win, obviously. We gotta go money line. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking puck line cover. Oh, okay. We're, hey, we're, we're feeling like that. that. Yeah. Okay, boom. We're already up to plus eight fifty on this parlay. Um, let's go point totals. I like going McDavid and Dry Settle each over one and a half. That's it. That's mm-hmm. an easy one to toss in there. Um, what else do you like there? Anything else that stands out to you? Did you say we're plus eight fifty after two? Two legs. Yeah. yeah, we are. Uh, Oilers have been starting hot, Liam. So my the last leg I'll contribute into this parlay is just the Oilers uh, to win the first period. What else do you like? Uh, Oilers to win the first period. Dry sell McDavid points. Um, what what about a Tyson Berry point? Okay, Tyson Berry point. There you go. He's been a bit dry in power play. Add that in, Liam, and we are sitting at a nice crisp uh, 30 to 1. So that's an easy, that'll easy little parlay for the boys. Yeah, that'll help. That'll help. There you go. Shout out to our friends at Betway, proud sponsors of the Nation Network. It is the Oilers versus the Avalanche tonight. Thanks to everyone who is tuning in. <laughs> Lance says, mortgage, remortgage the house, bet it all on Oilers win. <laughs> do not do that. That is not being 19 plus and betting responsibly, Lance. No, no, no. I would say, uh, I know we're going to close it out pretty quick, Tyler. So we have a live post-game show now, too. Oilers yes. Nation After Dark. So I think Zach is on tonight's show with Connor Halliday. So go check that one out after the game. Remember to like the video over there. Connor is doing a fantastic job, along with Aaron, two shows in. It's been a really fun. I was on the last one. Tyler, you're, I'm not sure when you're on, actually, but you'll be on soon enough. I think everyone's going to rotate through, right? We're all going to... We're all going to get a chance to speak our minds on the Edmonton Oilers games. Yes, 100%. Um, Oilers Nation After Dark. I think the event is already made on our YouTube channel. So if you go to the Nation Network on YouTube, if you aren't subscribed yet, you got to hit that subscribe button and you can find the Oilers Nation After Dark feed and then hit send me a reminder. So when we go live, you'll get a reminder on your phone. There you go. Oilers Nation After Dark will be the next bit of programming here. Also... If you have not seen our interview with Evander Kane, he was in our office the other day uh, for the Real Life Podcast. We, uh, I'm going to put that up, the whole video. Sorry, I totally lost my train of thought there. <laughs> the whole video of that Evander Kane interview is going to be up in the next like 30 to 40 minutes on our YouTube. Um, I got the file all ready to go. I just got to hit send. So once we're done with this, 
You can watch the Evander Kane interview at some point this afternoon on the Nation Network YouTube. So we'll have all that coming up today on the network. So stay tuned. Hit that subscribe button as well. Oilers Nation After Dark coming later Mm -hmm. tonight. Shout out to our friends at Montana's. They're bringing back the watch party, whether you're going for dinner before the game or you want somewhere to watch the game tonight. Check out their daily deals at montanas.ca. AMA Travel, Betway, Sherwood Ford, the giant, as always, Sherwood Ford, giant game day editions of the show and the sports closet. When Liam is financially prepared to buy a Clem Shady jersey, you know where Mm -hmm. he's going. He is going to the sports closet. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will see you again on Monday. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.